Christian. How many Christians do we have here? Me! Me! I'm a Christian! I love the little cross baby Jesus! I love him! I'm a gun-toting, Republican voting, Trump quoting, Christian nationalist promoting patriot! So you see, I also call myself a Christian nationalist. And that's not a bad word. Of course it's not a bad word. That's actually a good thing, right? Right. Christian nationalist is two words. And there's nothing wrong with leading with your, in, with your faith, because we should lead with our faith. God damn right we should. And I think that's what the Republican Party needs to be about. A wisdom bomb from Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, ladies and gentlemen. Notice I only mentioned two genders. Because there are only two genders. Welcome to Thorn in the USA podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Penelope, your very own MTG whisper and unapologetic GOP apologist. None of this could have ever happened without Jesus Christ and his followers and his church. None of it. None of it. Dear Lord, holiest of holies, supreme miracle from the manger Christ, baby. Without you and Amy Coney Barrett, and without your church and Mark Meadows and Brett Kavanaugh and your faithful followers, none of this could have ever happened. Tell them like it is, Margie. If Christian nationalism is something to be scared of, they're lying to you. And they're lying to you on purpose because that is exactly the temperature change that is happening in America today, and they can't control it. They can't control it, and that's what terrifies them the most. You know why it terrifies them the most? It's because they don't possess the leak-proof Teflon protection that comes with being a light-skinned citizen and by accepting he who cannot be named into your freshly minted, born-again heart. While the media is going to lie about you and label Christian nationalism, and they're probably gonna, going to call it domestic terrorism, I'm going to tell you right now, they're the liars. And if anybody's a domestic terrorist, it's the radical left. They're the domestic terrorists. Hear that? They're the domestic terrorists. And we're not talking fake terrorists like I'm an Al-Zawahiri. That old irrelevant has been Al-Qaeda terrorist that no one even knows anymore. That Biden says he killed a few weeks back. Despite the fact that Marjorie is calling liar, liar, pants on fire. And as she so astutely pointed out in her Twitter feed, quote, do we have any proof that Ayman al-Zwahiri is dead? And quote. Hells to the no, we don't have any proof. Not the kind of proof we got when our president single-handedly killed Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi. Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi is dead. Yeah, that guy. Sexy Donald killed him like a dog. He died like a dog. He died like a coward. All cowardly Sleepy Joe can do effectively is fall off bikes, stutter like Mel Tillis, and restrict our God-given Second Amendment rights. We'll make sure you can't sell death and may may mayhem on our streets. 
It's an outrage. It has to end, and we'll end it. And for what it's worth, he's just as hell-bent on ending our gun rights as he is on persecuting our Christian nationalist way of life. What is Christian nationalism, you ask? Brothers and sisters of the Immaculate Threesome? Well, first of all, if you have to ask, you probably not one of us. You're not part of um our club. You're not a not a cohort. Not part of um our clan, if you will. Today on my pod, I'm gonna take you all to school. A little history lesson on the importance of Christian nationalism. And this is real history, by the by. None of that New York Times 1619 horse pucky project bullshit. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother show. I see you, Nicole Hannah-Jones and New York Times. All that fake news that's fit to print. Am I right? I'm taking you back in time. Circa 1950s. Back when America was great. Like it was great again when Trump was the 45th president. Like it will be great again. Again when he's re-elected in 2024. Great like back when Senator Joseph McCarthy went after the Hollywood elite communist infidels. Like back when the Supreme Court overstepped its constitutional powers with Brown versus Board of Education. And great, like back when Ward and June Cleaver fornicated from separate beds. Allow me to introduce you to the late, great, Gerald Lyman Kenneth Smith, the righteous founder of the Christian nationalism movement. This is not a negative movement. We are not in the business of just being against something. It is our deep conviction that every crusade must commit itself to a great positive. And we must be for that positive even at the risk of life itself. The positive in this crusade is Christianity and the Constitution of the United States. Ask me, we need to merge the Christian Constitution with the Christian Bible. Once we commit ourselves to this great spiritual patriotic implication, we naturally must be known as fighting every symptom, every gesture that appears in opposition to our Christian constitutional tradition. That great Christian constitutional tradition that tells us that whites are superior and that masturbation causes blindness. We believe that the inspiring dynamic out of which America grew is Christianity. We believe that there would be no real America such as we love and for which we're willing to die if there had been no Christianity. Thus, when a Christian is a nationalist, he becomes necessarily a Christian nationalist. According to influential American literary critic H.L. Mencken, Pastor Gerald Smith was, quote, the greatest rabble-rouser since St. Paul. That description made me giggle. (laughs) So I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to say 
that Marjorie Taylor Greene is the greatest rabble-rouser since Pastor Gerald Smith. I'm assuming, students, that you probably don't do the Twitter as good as me. So allow me to read one of her most revelatory Twitter insights on your behalf. Quote, I am being attacked by the godless left because I said I'm a proud Christian nationalist. These evil people are even calling me a Nazi because I proudly love my country and my God. The left has shown us exactly who they are. They hate America. They hate God. And they hate us. End quote. How horrible do you have to be to hate an all-loving, all-knowing, angry, supreme being who lives up there in the sky, looking down on us, watching our every move? I have a theory on why the regressive lefts insist on hating on the Lord. It's because they don't have a meaningful and personal relationship with Him. They've not kneeled on the 50-yard line and communed with Him in front of a stadium of witnesses. Dear God Almighty, I pray, I pray to you, O Lord, up there in puffy clouds, Please shower salvation down on the libtards. I know it's hard because they're awful, awful people. And they hate you. They're, well, they're like the whores and the lepers in the Bible days. But worse. Perhaps they wouldn't hate you so much if they had the same kind of personal relationship you have with your prodigal son, Donald, Donald J. J. I'll say. Trump! Trump! I'll say it. Somebody said to me the other day, you're the most famous person in the world by far. I said, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. They said, yes, you are. I said, no. They said, who's more famous? I said, Jesus Christ. Ask me. We need to add another station to the cross. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and the spawn of Fred Trump Sr. I am the chosen one. He's the chosen one. The one that me and Matt Gates and Bobo Bobert and the vast minority of citizen voters chose to be president in 2020. That a tiny majority of voters disagree with us does not make our choice any less valid. Who's pro-choice now? I ask you, Nayral. Goddamn, if it isn't getting late already, and I haven't even come close to finishing my history lesson. I think Christian nationalism is just too complex to teach in one show. As such, I'm making an executive decision, and I'm going to make this a two-part series. Because it's too, too important not to. I mean, we haven't even touched on the topic of German Christian nationalism, where Pastor Gerald Smith first came up with the idea of linking our fear of God to our fidelity to the Constitution. We haven't even talked about the disdain we have for the separation of church and state. 
or the sacrilege of the turncoat founding father James Madison, where he suggested that, and I quote, religion and government will both exist in greater purity the less they are mixed together, and quote. Obviously, Madison was woke before woke was woke, and he can go eat shit. On that note, I gotta don my Chick-fil-A uniform and go share chicken nuggets, fellowship, and the good news of Jesus Christ with my clients. Until next week and part dose of this very special Thorn in the USA episode, here is the church, here is the steeple, open the doors, and here are all the goddamn Christian nationalists. I'm wiggling my fingers. A vote for Marjorie Taylor Greene is a vote to pay men more than girls. Because they deserve it. A vote for MTG is a vote against veterans. And a vote for vapid culture warriors who love to tweet. Sending money to Marge's re-election campaign will keep her cross-fit tough. As she lobbies Trump to be his VP pick in 2024. Subscribe to Thorn in the USA on Apple Podcast or wherever the Sam hell you listen to your podcasts. Review and rate us five stars. Or you can go straight to H-E double hockey sticks and fuck yourself. This podcast, Thorn in the USA, is brought to you by a group of concerned citizens, Democrats and Republicans alike, who believe in the vital separation of church and state and who are gobsmacked by the fact that the far right is elevating Christian nationalism without any regard for its violent anti-Semitic origins. Preserve America as a Christian nation, being conscious of the fact that there is a highly organized campaign to substitute Jewish tradition for Christian tradition, fight mongrelization and all attempts being made to force the intermixture of the black and white races. If you enjoyed the show, please consider investing your support behind Marcus Flowers and the campaign to defeat MTG in November, and or consider donating to the good works of the ACLU, who, for over a century, has been fighting virtually every civil liberties battle in the United States. Links are in our show notes. Psst. Hey, Tucker Carlson. Let's have our own immaculate threesome. I'll call Bobo, and we'll meet you down at the Chattahoochee.